Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I'm Lee Gerstman, and I was banned from this podcast, and I'm not too happy about it. So, fuck these guys. Go to hell. So, here they are. Dr. Fuck and Wadzilla. Enjoy. I know I will, even if they did ban me. Fucking assholes. Hey, it's me, Dr. Fuckface, with... Oh, yeah! Yeah, I told the alcoholic and Wadley. Oh, it sounds like somebody is no longer in the funk. <laughs> well, let's just say I'm drunk. I'm in the drunk. He's in the funky drunk. All right, yeah. so, uh, yeah, we're back, man. It's been too long. Um, Heard you missed us. We're back. And, uh, well, you know, a lot has happened uh, since uh, our... What, what, what can you call it? Our uh, temporary cancellation? I don't know. What's the word? Hiatus. 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 And uh, I, I believe the word is hemus. <laughs> that's, that's how that's that's how it's pronounced. That's Kentucky Fried movie, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that's how it's pronounced. But all this like, oh, oh, I'm smart. I went to school and stuff. It's pronounced hiatus. Yeah, <laughs> fucking eggheads. Don't you hate eggheads? Yeah. I mean, they're always Egg. coming down on me because I'm stupid and I'm gonna spell stuff. I mean, really. Eggheads and the French. Can't stand it. <laughs> All right, we don't have a French following, I, I take it, huh? Yeah, well, if we do, we oui, we. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> I like those porns, those French porns, the wee oui, wee oui porns. <laughs> Golden shower. <laughs> Getting near the hour. Anyway, so uh, before we get into everything, we got iTunes reviews and everything. Uh, I think I got to say this first because, you know, a lot of people. Uh, don't listen later on, and then they're like, "Hey, man, where's the show this week?" So let's let's just let's just say this now in the beginning of the show, so people will know. There's a change in our podcast for now. I'm not going to say when it's going to go back to a weekly podcast again. Um, I am way too busy, uh, and you know, I don't know about Ian. Uh, well, I'm a fucking mess. Yeah, he's a mess. So you know, I'll let him like you know. Uh, just uh, fix that mess. I'll give them another year, and uh, and but you know, I mean, we will be back with more shows. I just, you know, we just made this show to let you know that hey, we're back. We're not gonna do a review this week. We're just gonna talk and jab, and uh, you know, we got news to talk about. There's a lot of shit I've done that's very uh, rock and metal combat worthy as far as concerts and and happenings. And uh, that I would love to talk about. And um, uh, so, you know, uh, you got your new Rock and Metal Combat podcast, but don't expect one. I mean, for sure, next week there won't be one. Uh, I'm definitely going to be very busy next week. I, you know, I'm not only like dealing with, uh, you know, the new Thrasher Die stuff, but I, I, I'm finally recording again the old leather that was kind of like uh, the recording came out not fucked up but some of it was bad and uh but finally you know i'm gonna go finish that and i'm also doing another song for Xperior, the the german band but this time 
I'm singing a song in Spanish. Oh, you know, Lord. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, he, w- he initially wanted me to write the lyrics. I said, dude, I, I can't. So he wrote it for, he got somebody else to write it for me. So, and I can't really read Spanish good. I can, I can pronounce words really good, but reading Spanish is tough. But I'm going to have my good friend Elsie uh, help me pronounce words. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Then, uh, and I I'll- thought you smelled bad on the outside. That's uh, Empire Strikes Back, by the way. Really? <laughs> you gotta watch that. I don't remember any comedy in that movie. Ah, oh, come on. Well, except the part where it's like, that's impossible. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny scene. <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, Luke deserved it. Remember, he chopped the hand off of that snowman. Yeah, yeah, that's Snowman. You know, he's just doing his thing. Well, you know, that's karma. See? Karma's a bitch. He lost his hand. That's right. And so is your ex-girlfriend. Oh, that bitch. Well, yeah, fuck her. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, you know, uh, makes me miss uh, the Guns N' Roses girl. (laughs) Hey, you know, Uh, now in retrospect, she wasn't that bad. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Thanks for for fucking uh, uh, helping me... uh, get back into that torturous fucking relationship because I'm going to hit up on her now. Good golly, Miss Molly. I'm lying. And uh, so, yeah, all I wanted to say was, uh, you know, look, I'm very busy. Uh, Ian's a mess. So, but we will come <laughs> back, you know. I mean, I'll take time to do, a, uh, you know, maybe every other week or once a month. I don't know. Let's just play it by ear. But uh, anybody out there that says, hey, where's the new episode? It's up your ass. Uh, are, are you busy next Sunday? <clears throat> Sundays are really bad for me lately, too, because of, well, I, I really, okay, I'll just say it. I got an insane amount of overtime now because we got, we finally got a new employee. Right. Uh, but they got a trainer, and on top of that, three of the people, the operators that I work with, are leaving for like weeks at a time so they're gonna bombard me if gotta play by ear like this sunday yes i'm working i'm doing overtime oh okay so we'll see you know what following sundays i'm sure they're gonna hit me up with a lot because all the we're gonna be down three operate four operators and there's only three of us to give overtime to so you know it's really rare if i'll have like a sunday off because what what i'd like to do for our next episode and I know we got to get back on those fucking people who paid for Rock and Pod Expo 2. Stooges is next. And Rock and Pod Expo 3 is already coming up. Uh, but Jesus, we, we probably got about eight or nine reviews we've, we've still got to do for people who paid for Rock and Pod Expo 2. But I would really like to do an episode with you where we review. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, the 21st of March. And tomorrow is the premiere of what I'm sure is going to be a horrible Netflix movie called The Dirt. Uh, I will be watching it tonight at 3 a.m. I, 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 w- I, 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 I would love I would love to review this fucking piece of shit. Oh, my God. We need to do that for the next episode. No matter what. Okay. You know, we're taking baby steps. We're coming back. We're doing this. That's not even a review. We're just bullshitting. But I think the next episode should be a review of the dirt. Maybe we'll get Johnny Bogan. Maybe not. We'll see. 
uh, you know, but I think we should do that, and then we got to get on those fucking, you know, people who paid good money for reviews. Uh, but we we got to review this demon piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I know sure. it's gonna be horrible. For sure. I'm. I'll be watching it tonight at 3 a.m. Okay. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Next time you hear us, we'll be talking about the dirt. Uh, yeah, you know? but you know we can't talk about. Did you see the trailer? No, I don't even give a fuck. It's gonna be fucking horrible. All right, look. Let, 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 here's my uh, here's my opinion on the trailer. The first trailer they showed was a very little teaser, like 30 seconds long, or even less than that. And dude, I was like, dude, this looks good. It really looks good. The next day they gave a 30 second trailer. I mean, uh, like a three minute trailer. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> They should just release that 20-second trailer. Here, here's the dirt. Here. Yeah, that kicked ass. <laughs> it's like I read the dirt. That was bad enough. Oh, you yeah. kidding me? I love that fucking book. No, I, 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 I love it. But, I mean, you want to talk about something that's fucking... Uh, you know, I, maybe whitewash is, is the wrong word to say because there is a lot of dirt in it, but you know, there's a lot of embellishments. And, oh, of and course. It's Molly Crew. Exaggerate, yeah, exactly. We're talking yeah. about a band that has a member that wrote a diary on heroin. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, this is like a, you know, the literal version of a band that, that that makes mediocre music, and it was a mediocre book. But I mean, you know, entertaining. It's I, the I see the book like I see a Motley Crue concert. The concert's a lot better than the music. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. And anybody who saw the fucking Farewell Tour will attest to that. It was a lot better concert than it was the songs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the show was phenomenal. Yeah, oh yeah. No, it was great. I saw it twice. Yeah, it's but just I, like uh, this Kiss show. I mean, oh. everybody's raving how great the Kiss show is. I'm still, I'm still fucking... T- I'm telling you right now, Ian. Nobody's offered me a free ticket yet. But if they do... I'm not going to go. You think I'm going. I don't give a fuck how right. good the show is. I don't care. All right, we'll see. But it's that, a stale I'm, I'm sure, set list. I'm sure that'll come up later in, in the show. Well, but, I mean, uh, if Ace Fraley calls me, come on, Curly, come with me. I'll go. Okay, that's the only way I'll go. Or if the spirit of uh, Eric Carr comes back. I'm surprised they haven't given you a free ticket now that you have the, the biggest Kiss channel on fucking YouTube. Yeah, you know? that is true. They, they ought to give you a free fucking pass. Well, you know, they probably saw the content. <laughs> uh, I'm not too but, kind. But before we get into that, fuck it, we do have a couple iTunes reviews to talk about. Yeah, and then we're going to go back into dirt because there's a. I know you haven't been online, and wait till you hear some of the things Nikki's been saying lately. It's, you're going to fucking laugh. Anyway, go on. What's the, what's the iTunes review? <laughs> I will say, before we get into the iTunes reviews, I did get a great message the other day from Billy Hardaway. Like, everybody knows I've been a, a recluse in these last couple of months. He's like, hey, just wanted to check in and see if you were okay. Uh, I'm a little scared that you might have heard the Motley Crue version of Like a Virgin and finally killed yourself. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I heard it, I thought about it, but I didn't do it. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, oh my God, was that bad. But we'll get into that fucking shit show later. Well, I, I gotta say, you know, uh, he should have wrote me because I did slip my wrist. But you know, I went across the street, not down the road, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. alive. 
Yeah, it's just a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm an attention whore. <laughs> Molly Crew hurt me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into these reviews. And uh, you'll like this one, Ralph. This one comes from Brian11374, which makes me think he was born on November 3rd, 1974. Uh, Look at you. star review. Knowing the dates of the... You said 1-1. One, one. You're like, you already knew it's November. Look at... Check out the brain on Ian. <laughs> Your dubbed Kyle name is Pinto. Why Pinto? Royal, Why not? <laughs> Royal with cheese. Whatever. Go on. All right. Five star review entitled Sluts. I already like it. And he says, he says, and I quote, now that I've got your attention, I discovered this podcast a few months ago and wish I heard it sooner. Ralph and Ian are fantastic hosts, funny and knowledgeable. They review albums I love and albums I hate and some I've never heard. Every review is great no matter what. I recommend 15 Worst Motley Crue Songs episode to everyone. Worth repeated listenings. Yeah, worth a part two, too, because, you know, <laughs> we could can, we can, we can knock out another 15, throw it like a virgin oh, in there. Easily, easily. Easily, yeah. And he also says, great chemistry between these guys, too. Join the Facebook page to be part of the podcast family and tell them Sammy sent you. Ooh. <laughs> so thank you Brian uh, hey man glad better late than never you discover this show and this is one thing I will say I've been kind of you know not too present on social media but I still get uh, notifications when people start following the podcast and all that shit and I've been getting notifications like that like crazy so we've gained even though we've been on a hiatus uh, we've gained a lot of new listeners who are going back, discovering this show, and uh, enjoying it. And Brian, 11374 is a testimony to that, so thank you, brother. Uh, great review there. 11374 was born on fucking March 3rd. Alrighty then. Thank right, you, then. Brian, and, and especially <laughs> thank you for saying Ralph and Ian. Good yeah. going, pal. Oh, 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 I knew you wouldn't catch that. that. That's why you said I like it, and you were right. All right. Well, our next review uh, is from Logan, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Run. Uh, yeah, Logan's run. Logan P- Portiller? Yeah. Portilla? Yeah, that's his name. Whatever. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a five-star review entitled Just Awesome. Man. And he says, and I quote, I feel as if we are friends. My only complaint is it's just once a week. I can't get enough. I don't care for a lot of bands you review, but I love every review. Just found you guys about a year and a half ago, but I'm all caught up and would love to hear more hair bands. And I'm sure I'll never get it, but how about (laughs) some lover boy get lucky? Hey, I like That that one. That was my favorite album as a kid. I like Thanks, that album. guys. All right. Not to check that. No, actually, you know, I always joke around about how Sammy Hagar turned uh, Van Halen into Loverboy with a good uh, keyboard player, but I actually like Loverboy a whole lot more than Van Hagar. So, you know, you know what else I like more than Van Hagar? 
every fucking band in existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I like more than Van Hagar? The Holocaust. <laughs> oh man! Ouch! <laughs> the Poser Holocaust? Yeah, that one too. Yeah, you better. <laughs> yeah, if you want me to stay on the show, you better say that. <laughs> Shit, well, that would be fucking. That that would hurt. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate insult. <laughs> Well, those are our iTunes reviews, uh, so thank you very much. Keep them coming, and uh, we will keep reading them whenever you get episodes. And hopefully it's more than what uh, Ralph said. Hopefully we can get back to a regular input, but I know he's got a lot of shit going on. Uh, I'm a hot fucking mess. So, uh, but fuck it. We're back on the horse. We're doing this. There's no album review this week, but... Uh, we're just going to give you what you love, you know, Ralph and me. You need to get back on the horse. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. happy like me, like a mongoloid. All right, now let's get back to the dirt. I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you laugh, Ian. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, okay, uh, well, let me build this up. I did see a Nikki Six interview where he's, you know, a uh, spoken interview where they were talking about um, the reason it didn't work with Paramount and MTV and all this shit was because they wanted to like neuter it and th- supposedly this Netflix thing leaves all the, the grittiness, the sluttiness, all the crazy shit that's in the book, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's supposed to show like, you know, the debauchery and all that. We'll see. That's And I have a feeling it is going to be that way because Rick- Nikki Six now came out Get ready for this. Saying he supports the Me Too movement. And he's ashamed of what they did back then to the girls. And he also says, like, he doesn't remember uh, stuff like that. Yet he wrote about it in the book. Well, you're not you laughing. I got to give some respect to uh, Nikki Six. Because I didn't know he he followed our page on Facebook. And I, I, I put the other day, I don't know if you saw this post, I put Motley Crue sucks and he put hashtag me too. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, in Nikki's defense, in Nikki's defense, the only reason he's on his page is because Johnny uses no teeth. Oh, he's God. following Vogue and not us. Uh, I think, yeah, I got I to tell this, this is an awesome story. Uh, a, a great friend of mine great friend of mine he has a crush on Johnny Vogan and, and he says I'm not he? supposed to say anything but but I won't say you know I won't say his name so no yeah but I have a friend who has a crush on Johnny Vogan and, and I think that's just adorable because I love that Johnny Vogan I, I find it very <laughs> offensive Greg Barnes didn't tell me that no it's not Greg Barnes oh. <laughs> No, this is somebody I've actually uh, a, a friend of mine in real life. Not that Greg Barnes isn't a friend of mine in real life, but it is somebody I actually know and hang out with, uh, who happens to uh, love the Wang, yeah. uh, but not but not Wang. Uh, he loves Johnny Vogan's Wang. <laughs> but but uh, no, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Like really, Johnny Vogan? He's like, yeah. He goes, I love his posts. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Don't ruin his marriage, man, because if he hits on Johnny Vogan, you know Johnny will leave that wife in a second for cack. <laughs> well, yeah, he likes Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, this is, uh, I, I'm, I am 
very much looking forward to this tonight uh, at 3 a.m. And uh, I guess you'll see it when you get back from work tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean well, I, I don't, I don't know if if we're not recording this Sunday. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably take my time because there's okay. there, right. there's a lot of other shit. You know, I'd rather catch up on Grey's Anatomy or fucking RuPaul's Drag Race uh, before I watch the fucking dirt. But I will watch it, <laughs> you know, because I I, I want to laugh at it because I got a feeling. It's going to be as bad as that uh, Death Leopard movie that I never watched. Man, that'll shock me because that one's really bad. Yeah, I heard. I, I never watched it because, you know what? I don't give a shit about Death Leopard. And you know what? I don't give a fuck about Molly Crew. I got, you know, and and then you got a, you got a rapper playing fucking Tommy Lee. Which yeah. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's good casting. I don't know. Well, for yeah. later for later crew it is. <laughs> right. You know, after, but, you know, after Karabi just, left, he would have been perfect. But you know what? I, I, I care about as much about a movie about Motley Crue as like, hey, you know, there's a Lifetime movie about Danger Danger. <laughs> you know, like, oh, okay. All right. Ah, it's good to see Valley, Valerie Bertinelli working. Uh, you know. Is she in the movie? I, I, I just, I could give a fuck less. Like, I, I love you know, her. Give me a fucking, you know, give me a Van Halen movie. Give me a fucking Black Sabbath movie. Give me a, how about this? How about a good band movie? Fucking Motley Crue. Motley Crue gets a fucking Netflix. That, that shit should be on sci-fi. You know? Because <laughs> that's what I expect is like Sharknado. You know, like like Sharknado 7, Motley Crue. They should, you know? or, or they should make a, a network called the Bullshit Network. Put it on there. Right. <laughs> you know. Sharknado's more realistic. I, I could give a shit less. You know what I'm far more interested in than fucking, you know, a Motley Crue movie is just a night out with Vince Neil. Because, you know, that yeah. guy's going to know the best buffet. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to get drunk as shit, probably beat up a chick, and that sounds a lot more interesting than this movie. I got a feeling it's going to be a steaming pile of shit. Uh, beat up but... a certain chick, you should say. <laughs> you know, don't, 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 don't take it out on the women, bro. Hey, I don't have time to discriminate. I'm hanging out with Vince Neil. <laughs> you know, God damn, if, if Nick Cage can't contain him, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, Vince Neil goes to the food buffet and then the liquor buffet. <laughs> no, I love it. You know, like if I could hang out with, with any members of Motley Crue, it would be Mick Mars and fucking Vince Neil. That's all I care about. I'd like to hang out with Nikki Six to find out how can you write a good diary on heroin? <laughs> yeah. How is that I've, possible? Yeah, I've had enough bullshit, and I don't want to hear, hey, 6 a.m.'s got a new demo. Like, no. Yeah, I'm going to hang out with fat-ass Vince, and then I'm going to hang out with crippled old Mick Mars. <laughs> well, Mick ain't no fun, man. Come on. Ah, fuck that, man. Hey, hey, Mick shot his old lady. Did he? <laughs> he got her in. Don't you remember that? He shot her with a gun? Yeah, you don't remember that no, shit? No, I don't. I never even. Not that oh, I don't oh, remember it. I never oh, even okay. knew that. Okay, remember those those two shitty songs from Girls, Girls, Girls you liked? Uh, something uh, for Nothing? No, 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 no. Oh, Wild Side. Wild Side. Okay, remember the two girls? Yeah, I know. Like I know yeah, I know he married one of them. Right, and he shot her. Wow. Yeah, he shot her, and it was. It was. It, you know, it's kind of like when Dick Cheney shot that motherfucker, you know, like. Oh, it was a hunting accident. Yeah, he shot her. 
you know? So I'm going to hang out with fucking Bob Deal. I mean, Mick Mars, <laughs> you know? And Vince Fuck. Wharton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vince Wharton sounds like a fucking bump on your dick. Yeah. Well, he came straight <laughs> out of Compton, yo. I got a Vince Wharton right in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he got a lot of Wharton from all those groupies. <laughs> but yeah, but no, fucking dude, I love me some Vince Neal, and I love me some Mick Mars. Nikki and Tommy, not so much, and and, and, and their music even less. But uh, yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be fucking horrible. But I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, and I, I think it will be worthy of a great episode because. I mean that that is the episode in many people's you know ears is our fifteen you know fifteen worst Motley Crue songs. So you know who better to do a review of the dirt than us? Wouldn't it be cool if they had like a scene of them writing First Band on the Moon? <laughs> that would make the movie good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it a make great it dr- comedy. Make it dramatic too. Yeah, hey, that's great. <laughs> like this one's gonna put us back on top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, top of the moon. <laughs> oh man, so so Ian, tell us about your recent trip to Texas. Okay, so uh, yeah, man, that, that that is one bright spot uh, that I've had in the recent months. Is I went to Dallas, Texas, to hang out with the one and only Donnie Allen uh, to go see Uncle Ass and Deadbeats. And when Uncle Ass and Deadbeats, you know, said they're releasing their new album, Wasteland, announced a tour once again, uh, skipping New Orleans. They've never played here, but I did find out they hung out in New Orleans on a day off, a day I was here. They're fucking walking around the French Quarter, but nobody called me. Well, uh, they didn't want to call you because they were banging your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. That whore. Fucking whore. But, uh... So, so uh, you know, I made this post like, fuck, you're not playing New Orleans. And the great Donnie Allen said, look, I wouldn't even know this band if it wasn't for you. Uh, and, and Donnie saw him on, on the previous tour. He met him uh, at a record store signing they did, you know, got their shit signed, which he gave me his copy of Night Creeper that signed is amazing. This guy's fucking awesome. That's awesome. But, but he said, hey, he goes... I'm going to buy you a ticket today. He goes, if you can make it to Dallas, it's yours. So I said, fuck it. Fucking A right, dude. I'm coming to see you. And, Is this the uh, first time you saw him? Yeah, first time I ever met Donnie. No, I mean, no, no. I'm saying the first time you saw the... Uh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they've never... they never... Since I've oh, been... Oh, that's right. Donnie, that's right. You said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Since my, my, uh, my best friend turned me on to him, uh, was right around the time the second album bloodlust came out they've never played new orleans they're still to this day they've never played new orleans and uh but i'm so passionate about this band i mean i mean to me as much as i love ghost and i love ghost they make ghost look like fucking poison i i mean uncle acid is like the real fucking deal this is real like black sabbath meets the beatles incredible fucking game-changing fucking music uh but I've never got the pleasure of seeing them. And all my, you know, my best friend that lives in Chicago, of course, every tour they play Chicago, he's, he's, I think he's getting ready to go see him for the fourth time. Never seen him. And I said, fuck it. Yeah, Donnie, I'm, I'm coming to see you. And, uh, oh, what a trip, man. 
uh, landed in Dallas. My first time in Dallas, only my second time in Texas. Uh, pick me up, dude. We jump in. He's got a Corvette. Like it's like a 2012 or 15 Corvette. We're doing like 140 on the fucking highway, dude. He hits the gas like the whole car sucks down. <laughs> it's like you're fucking flying, dude. And and we're just jamming out the fucking rock and metal, having a great time. He uh, he took me to this awesome place for dinner. We go to the show. He uh, he originally bought like just regular tickets, regular general admission. Then he said, "Fuck this." He bought us like VIP, like special, like we had our own seat. Like if we didn't want to fucking, you know deal with just standing up there in the mosh pit we could go where we want to go and and sit there it was a fucking night and a half uh we went a band that i love and he loves twin temple opened up incredible they're like satanic like 60s doo-wop shit but it's fucking amazing they were incredible we got to meet all of them get their autographs get everything signed so that was awesome to meet a band that we loved and it was a band that we didn't know how it would translate live uh you know but oh my god they had the best musicians and it was so good and we had so much fun and it's a co-headlining tour with uncle Aston, deadbeats and graveyard and they're flip-flopping every night who closes and donnie was a little pissed off you know like ah oh, fuck you know graveyard's closing tonight and I was like, well, it doesn't matter because they're both playing like a 90-minute set. And it, it turned out to be perfect because fucking Uncle Acid came on and was just mind-blowing. They were so, so fucking good. And we uh, we went to, I believe it's called the Gas Monkey uh, in Dallas, Texas. Fucking great club. And oh my God, they showed all like the bands, like all the great fucking metal bands play this place and it is it's a great club the drinks are through the fucking roof but I, I guess that's everywhere now but holy shit was it a great club great sound great atmosphere really fucking cool um and i was not let down it was so awesome and, and me and donnie just had the greatest fucking time but then graveyard comes on after them and I, I love Graveyard. I've, I've got all their albums. They're a good band, but they just couldn't follow the two previous bands because they're much more... Uh, they have more of a show and more of a presentation. And, uh, you know, it'd be like fucking uh, Tesla closing on a show that's Alice Cooper and Kiss. You know what I mean? There's just so much of a show with the first two bands. It doesn't matter how good your songs are. You just don't have that fucking, you know, everything that the other two bands have. So after about two songs, we left. And uh, and we just drove. He took me around Dallas. Showed me everything. Showed me where Kennedy got shot. Showed me all these cool spots in Dallas. And we're, we're driving, like, way too fucking fast in this awesome Corvette fucking blaring some fucking cock rock dude we were blaring dangerous toys fucking screaming at the top of our lungs having a great fucking time and i can't thank donnie enough it it was exactly all the fucking bullshit i've been going through lately 
even though it was one of those, dude, I flew in the day of the concert and I left the very next day, it was ex- exactly what I needed. And uh, I can't thank Donnie enough. And, you know, just, just a testament to how, uh, you know, the impact we have with the listeners and how we can and hang out and meet great people from all over the country, if not all over the world. Uh, man, it, it was it was very humbling, man. Because you know, I, you know, I've talked to him a couple times. We've texted, but it's like you know, we've known each other for years, and his hospitality and everything he's shown me, it was really great. And uh, you know, it, it was so awesome that you know, a, a listener reached out and just gave me exactly what I needed and, and showed me the best time ever and really came through at a time, you know, when I needed something like that. So I can't thank Donnie enough. Uh, and, and it, you know, to me, this is just the first time we're going to hang out. Uh, I can't wait to go back to Dallas and hang out with him. Uh, likewise, I want him to come to New Orleans and hang out with me and uh, happily put him up here at Casa de la Wad. Uh, you know, it was really cool and really, uh, like I say, really humbling to know that, you know, we can make friends the way we do with what we do and we make people that happy and then they kick it back to us. So, uh, hats off to Donnie Allen and, uh, you know, Donnie's got some, uh, you know, I don't want to go into too much, but Donnie's got some health shit going on and, and I hope everybody keeps them in their thoughts. And if you're, religious or whatever you know your prayers whatever uh donnie's a stand-up fucking dude and a, a great friend and a great fan of the show and uh I, I can't thank him enough you know and and none of this would have been possible without the show so that just shows you the power of the rock and metal combat podcast and uh, uh the impact that you know not only we have on them but what they have on us so it was an awesome awesome fucking trip well, that's great. And whatever Donnie's going through, you got my prayers, bro. Because I believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Don't worry. You got, I got you covered. But uh, not to make any jokes. I really do. Uh, I think what he did was very fucking awesome. Especially in this time of, of grief on your part. You needed something like that. And it's a cool oh, thing yeah. that, that he did this for you. And, and you got to forget all your worries. You saw your favorite new band. Yeah. And he had a great time, so I think uh, Donnie did something very kick-ass, bro. Yeah, he, he did, and I'm a, I'm eternally grateful. So thank you, brother Donnie. I love you, and uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough. And Donnie, I am a believer in karma. You've got good karma coming your way. Yes, he does. Yes, right. he does. All right, I, I got a similar story, Ian. Because yeah, we haven't spoken so long. Uh, yeah. I got my I got my own Donnie Allen down here in uh, South Florida. That's a listener of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. And he wrote me saying, dude, he got into Cheap Trick because of us. Nice. And dude, check this out. This story gets so much better. So Cheap Trick booked the show here at the Miami Magic Casino, right? Right. Then he writes me and he says, hey, uh, Ralph, since you and Ian turned me on to Cheap Trick, let me buy you a ticket. I'm going to be up front with my girlfriend. Let me buy you a ticket. And I was like, you know what, dude? I appreciate it, but no. But I am going, and I'll meet up with you there. But, you know, I, I thank you so much for wanting to buy me a ticket. Oh, you're a better person than me. Well, <laughs> wait till you hear how this 
story ends up. It's fucking okay. awesome. So, we meet up uh, by chance uh, at uh, the t-shirt stand. I meet him. Cool dude. Really? Do you know Charlie Hill? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do. I do know Charlie Hill from the from the uh, page. Yeah. Yes, I do. Super cool dude. So I met him. Fucking cool guy. Went back to my seat. He he sends me a message. Hey Ralph, there's a seat right next to us empty. If you want, I'll go out with my girlfriend's ticket and get you in. I said, oh, now that I'll accept. (laughs) (laughs) So I went down. He got me a ticket. He goes, you walk in first, you know. So I walked in, met his girlfriend, sat there, and then he came in. And dude, and again, look, we're talking about cheat trick here. Always a different set list. Yeah. Dude, Hello Kitties, Hot Love. Oh. Oh, man. Fucking, uh. Always a great show. Yeah, they were great. And they have another member on stage now. Uh, Robin Zander's son. Uh, he's kind of in the background. He's not backstage. He's there. What the fuck does he play? Plays guitar. And, dude, he has his father's jeans and his vocal cords. The kid can no sing. Because when they did no Magic, Magical Mystery Tour, you know that, Hello! magical mystery. Yeah. He, did, he did that part. And he was uh, awesome. So you now you have Dax on drums yeah. and, and Robin's son. You know, if you, but you know, he knew his place. They're all up front. He's back near the amp, but he was great. He had a microphone back there. He did nice. a little little, little solo during Ain't That a Shame, like, you know, how they all oh. do little solos. Right, right. It was phenomenal. But let me tell you something about Charlie Hill and the impact of Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Dude, that guy knew every fucking word they played that night. Nice. Uh, I remember, like, he tapped my back. Dude, bro, on top of the world, he sang the whole fucking song. I was uh, I was looking at you, Charlie. I was thinking, you know, yeah, how can I make him leave that chick for me? Oh, no, he's no Johnny <laughs> Vogan. But, uh, dude, again, thank you, Charlie. Oh, look, he pulled the Donnie Allen for me, you know, um, because of Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't he going to the Judas Priest show as well? Yes, and he's on our same row, just on the other side. Okay. So I told him, yeah, we definitely got to meet up. So when we get there, you know, we'll we'll ride him so we can hang out with him a bit. Cool dude, man. Great guy, and I thank you so much. Uh, the opening act was, um, oh, uh, God damn it, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, holy shit. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know shit about what? that. What? Goes up. Yep. Must come down. And when I went to the show, I was like, Spinning wheel. Got to go round. I'm Ian, sorry. Ian, can you turn off your radio? Okay, bye. Um, and uh, what do you call it? So I went to that show going, Well, I know Blood, Sweat, and Tears, but obviously not as much as Ian because I don't know no songs they ever played. My so, dad actually saw Blood, Sweat, and Tears in 1969. And Bill Cosby came out and played drums with them. True story. Wow. Oh, wow. Bill Cosby, b- before he was a rapist, he was also <laughs> a jazz drummer. True do you, story. Do you have a proof he wasn't a racist back then, too? Rapist, not racist. No, he hated he, he hated white guys. Dude, I said <laughs> rapist, but my damn fucking list. <laughs> anyway, my, my dad saw Bill Cosby with Blood, Sweat, and Tears. That's a moral story. Well, yeah. Well, I saw them. They were great. They were playing all these songs I don't know. And you know me and horns. 
but right. I was I was digging it. I was digging the horns and the songs. Oh, they, got, they got some great songs. They got oh, yeah. some good songs. Well, I only knew two of them. It was the last two they played. That one, Spinning Wheels, and You Are So you Beautiful. You make me that so one. very happy. Yeah, yeah, that's what they closed the show with. I, 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 I almost thought it was You Are So Beautiful, but I'm close. That's Joe Cocker. Okay, there you go. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, Charlie Hill, thank you so much. Oh, well, I can't wait to meet him. And, yeah. and since you guys are such good friends, I'll tell you what. I'm a very lonely man. I'll sit with his girlfriend, and he can come sit with you. <laughs> well, well, depending on the seats. <laughs> Fuck well, that. It's the same row. You'll be on Faulkner's side. Fuck that. I'll, I'll, I'll suck up Ralph Halford that night just so I don't have to sleep alone. <laughs> I'll film it. I can't wait, dude. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to be great. You, you and me, Judas Priest, 14th row, dude. You have no idea how I'm looking forward to that and how much I need a trip. I haven't been back to Florida in many years. And to hang out with you in Miami Beach for what's looking like four to five days, uh, dude, uh, I need it. I can't wait. I thank you so much. And uh, that's going to be a fucking adventure, dude. That's going to be... A fucking adventure. Oh yeah, uh, and and I've seen a bunch of other shows. I'm probably gonna miss one or two. I've played a couple shows too. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, so um, I saw two shows this week. But before I get into those two shows that I saw this week, I saw Saxon. Uh, I drove. Nice. I drove. Well, my buddies drove to uh, Tampa. Good four or five hour trip. Where'd you see him, Brass Mug? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and I've been to the Brass Mug, the old Brass Mug, and I was like, oh my oh, god. It's, it's moved? Yeah, they got a, it's a new Brass Mug. Oh, okay. So uh, I was like, holy shit, I gotta get my ticket right away because that place is tiny. Right. You know, but the, this, this Brass Mug was bigger, but still, it was too small for Saxon. It was sold out, it was hot as fuck in there. But you know me, I'm a lizard. It didn't bother me. But yeah, there were people around me that couldn't handle the heat. Uh, if you was, can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. We on a mission. I never heard that thing before, Ian. That was brilliant. <laughs> That's because I'm black. That's right. You're just Cuban. From the waist up. I'm just Cuban. <laughs> you're a rape. You're a rapist. <laughs> I, I'm black from the waist down, but in the back. In the front, I'm a five-year-old Asian boy with his foot in cold water. Oh, boy. But I got a fat ass. <laughs> I got no ass. <laughs> I really do. It's kind of embarrassing. Actually, actually I'm losing. I, you know, I've lost 30 pounds since January. Well, congratulations there. Yeah, that's a good thing. And Lord knows I, I need to lose about another 80 but uh yeah, yeah you're 30, on the right 30, track bro 30 pounds since since january i'm not complaining you know. I, I gained 110 pounds but you know that's because uh uh you know it's my new my new uh jungle fever girl uh, anyway so uh saxon holy yes. fuck ian dude they played two hours right hot as fuck uh, and Dude, they so it, look. I've seen Saxon three times. Not only was this the best time I saw Saxon, definitely in my top ten greatest shows I ever saw. 
they were so on fire. They played heavy metal, thunder, wheels of steel. I mean, the fucking set list is God. How about you know, Dallas 1 p.m.? They did Dallas 1 p.m. Oh, Dude, nice. they did Hungry Years. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, Hungry Year. Oh, to hell and back again they played. Dude, it was, and you know, Thunderbolt. They played Battering Ram. Uh, they did the Motorhead song. They played did they do Solid Ball of Rock? No. No? I like that song. Well, it's two two hours, though. I mean, they, uh, they did fill it up with, they even did uh, some songs off the first album. Um, but, Rainbow Children? Yes. They did the nice. Rainbow song, yeah. Nice. Um, uh, uh, you know, of course, Heavy Metal Thunder was great when they played that. I've never seen them play that one. Anyway, so it was a blistering show, and it was a very bonding moment for me and my good friend for over 30 years, Morbid Mario, who is the most metal person in the planet. I this, love that guy. Yeah, this guy, I ju- well, actually, I just found out today... <laughs> This guy likes nothing but metal. He doesn't venture in anything else. He's just a metalhead. But I found out today that he likes a band, which I'm not going to mention the band, but let's just put it this way. I called you and Nate Fags for liking that band. Whoops. Does it rhyme with Starship? It rhymes with The Cure. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? When he said that, I was like, kind of like, I was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, you know what? I may not like the cure, but it's nice to see this guy, you know, dip his toe outside the metal. You know, I I didn't think he had it in him, you know? But anyway, (laughs) there were times like Power and the Glory. Me and him had our arms around each other. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, we had our arms around each other, head banging, you know, total bromance metal moment. Very Um, homoerotic. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, whatever. That's not, there's no... When it's Saxon playing, there's no homo going on there. Uh, hey, hey, dude. When, when Priest plays parental guidance, you're getting tongue whether you want it or not. You know, it's going to happen. Well, thank God they ain't playing that. Oh, they're not? Ah, uh, shit. Well, I don't know, but boy, I'd be pissed if they do. I, I heard they're pulling out some surprises. Yeah, well, they, yeah, I know. But if they play parental guidance, I don't know how you're going to put your tongue down my mouth when I kick you in the nuts for, <laughs> for jinxing the fucking show. All right, well, if it's out in the cold, I'll, I'm still putting my hand on your ass. No, so I love that song, though. Be prepared. No, no, we'll, we're, tongue, <laughs> we're tonguing during that time. <laughs> I like that one. But, uh, yeah, so, so after the show, uh, we're hanging out, of course, to meet the band. And uh took a while, uh, but Biff came out, and, dude, he looked like death. Because it was so hot in there. Though, right. you didn't see it while he's on stage. Pure professional, kicked out, sounded great, was just pure. But when he walked out of the club, he's like, I'm sorry, I feel I feel very sick. And the way he said it, dude, we all let him go to the bus. Now, I met Biff in New York at BB King's. I got a picture with him, so I was good with it. I would have kind of been pissed. Uh, but I did meet Nigel, the drummer, and boy, he couldn't have been nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, he couldn't have been. And that's a guy who just had recent health problems. He just had like a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Or a stroke or some shit like that. Dude, that guy was so badass on drums that night, though. Oh, yeah, dude. I I, I saw him a couple years ago, dude, at at a glorified. uh, Yeah, and basically, it's like a trailer bar. (laughs) You know, like, is it a bar? Is it a trailer? I don't know. But, dude, they, they played like they were playing to, you know, like they were at Donington. Uh, didn't let him face. I mean, the pay, the place was packed, sold out. 
but it, it was such an amazing show, and and they're such a legendary band, and for them to be, you know, as humbled to play, and then they weren't playing like in New Orleans proper; they were like playing in the suburbs and shit. Uh, just what a fucking show, dude! It's amazing. That that's a band, uh, you know, another band. I hope we turn more people on to. And I know we've turned a lot of people on to Saxon, but I hope we turn even more on to uh, moron. Morons? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, well, uh, if you don't like Saxon, you are a moron. That's right. Uh, no, just incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you saw them. You know, yeah, that's, that's fucking great, wow. great band. And they still give, they still sound great. I mean, uh, musically, vocally, uh, deliver a thousand fucking percent. That's awesome, dude. And, and, and let me tell you, out of the gazillion club shows I've been to, I have never been to a club show that had that type of reaction from an audience. They were on fire. I mean, everybody was going nuts that even Biff uh, made like, you know, man, you guys are loud. And, like He made little statements here and there. He also said like, you know, uh, we always wanted to come back to Florida, but everybody says nobody wants to see you in Florida. Well, I'm glad to say it's sold out tonight. And I was like, yeah, motherfucker. And it was nice. fucking awesome. I was so on a high after the show. Like when I went to go buy my t-shirt, they had a, a Wheels of Steel shirt and I bought it. And uh, then after the show, when it was all over, uh, my drummer came out with like the most badass Saxon shirt I've ever seen in my life. It shows like this dude on a horse Kind of like the Molly Hatchet first album, Hole in American Flag. I was like, dude, they were selling that? And yeah, I was like, dude, I blame the awesome show for melting my brain for not realizing that. That killer shirt, because I wish I would have bought that. But I got to say, man. It, it that is- shirt was for Jews only. True <laughs> story. Oh, man. <laughs> like, do you want this? And he raised his hand. He was the only one. I love Brian Wilson. Great drummer. Yeah. Brutal Brian. He's the man. Uh, so, uh, and he, by he, the- he needs to send me free tickets to uh, the current Ingve show that's coming up in a couple months. Uh, but- he's playing New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go to that, Ian. Yeah, they're playing New Orleans, but I figured since he's a Jew, he's not going to give me a free ticket. Nah, forget that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love the Jews, especially Stephen Kirsch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to love Stephen Kirsch. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> or else he'll firebomb you. <laughs> he'll look at no. you as a Palestinian. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, that's a Palestinian. It's not the Jews. Did I say Palestinian? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I'm not the one drinking vodka here. No, that's me. Anyway, so, I know I saw some other shows, but fuck, I don't know if I can remember. Which uh, well, I just saw you posted some shit. I, well, just yeah, I, I know what I saw this week. But well, I'm saying I, before I, this week. Go ahead. Right. No, I was just going to say, I've been very uh, hit or miss on Facebook. I, I've taken a lot of absences. But I, I saw you wrote a lot of great things. You got to see Buckethead again, huh? I saw Buckethead two days ago. Yeah. And, and on the anniversary of Randy's death, and he did a little Randy Rose, which was oh yeah, totally cool. And uh, He played it like it was meant to be played, huh? Yeah. The guy's just phenomenal. I mean... I seen him. This is my fourth time, technically fifth time, if you add the Guns N' Roses show. And uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you know, he comes out. He doesn't have a band, but he, it doesn't matter to me. It really don't. He just all I want to see is Buckethead. He ripped. Uh, you know, I can't really say. Oh, this was better than the other shows. They were all tied. 
Buckethead is somebody you gotta see. Always delivers live. Fucking amazing. Now, who I saw Sunday, whoa, was this good. I saw Bob Seeger, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. The fucking final oh, tour. Oh, I love me some Bob he Seger. He did the strut, man. He did uh, my song. Uh, my only complaint was he didn't do Katmandu. That's it. But, you know, he oh, did everything else. Song. He did everything else I wanted to hear. Uh, Traveling Man, Beautiful Loser. Oh, uh, man. Against the Wind. Uh, like a yeah, rock. But that, that, that's one of those guys, like... There's always going to be a song like, fuck, why didn't he play it? Because he's got so many yeah. fucking songs. That I love true. Bob Seger, dude. I love, love Bob Seger. Hell yeah. And it was Final Tour. And uh, wow, what a great performance. The uh, place was packed. He fucking packed that uh, BTT Center. Oh, dude, dude, Bob, every, who, who doesn't love, if, if you don't love Bob Seger, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you don't I mean, like Saxon and you're a moron. Yeah, but um, but I mean, with Bob Seger, like if you don't like Bob Seger, like I can understand. Oh, oh yeah, you're burned out on turn the page. I get that. But if you don't like Bob Seger on some primordial level, you just don't like rock and roll, dude. Because that is the epitome of blue collar fucking rock and roll. Detroit. Hell yeah, dude. Midwest fucking. You know, because I grew up south of chicago man he was a midwest boy and that it was just in your blood you heard that shit on the radio and you, you know yeah there's some songs like old time rock and roll and turn the page like oh fuck yeah i don't need to hear that again but i could only imagine though to hear it live like it wouldn't bother me one bit if i it heard it live it i would told i would totally get in the fucking spirit and yeah, because those are songs that stand the test of time. That's some incredible shit, dude. And, 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 and he played them early in the set. Uh, yeah, and that, that just shows you that. I mean, when somebody's got a catalog that strong, they can do that. They can get away with that. You know, they can. Oh, oh, oh yeah. You know, this one, bam, here. Because I've only got about 50 other fucking songs that are awesome, you know? Oh, that's that's incredible, dude. I'd love to see Bob. Never seen him. Yeah, I it, cried. I cried. I went with a girl, my friend Julia. What, what song did you cry to this time? Main Street. <laughs> Ooh, I love that song. That's a great song. Oh man, come on, that's cryworthy. Uh, no, no, you know one of my best friends from back home, and 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 that was our shit, dude. When we were driving around, like in high school, like I was the guy, the first guy to get a car. You know, and I had the Alpine pull-out CD player. <laughs> Dude, we would listen to Nine Tonight, the live album, yeah, over and over again. And uh, <laughs> when I first got to New Orleans, uh, I, this bar to hang out in the French Quarter, uh, it was cool. The, the owner of the bar, he's a fucking douchebag, but it was cool. He made, like, his own CDs for every band, and they were, like, the best CDs ever. But he owned the jukebox, so he could put in whatever. But he would take, like, whatever classic artist and make his own mix. And <laughs> on the bottom, he would like, and on Fire Lake. And I would be sitting in his bar in New Orleans, like, four in the morning, like, playing Fire Lake. And I would just come back and was like, why are you texting me at four in the morning? Like, bitch, because I was in Fire Lake. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, man, great shit. But no, God, I remember hanging out at a bar, like, you know, there, there was a Black Sabbath CD. And he told me stuff like, it was all Ozzy and Dio. It was like choice cuts, and it was so cool. And it just came back, like, oh my god, if I owned a bar, this is what I would do. You know, like 
just buy the jukebox so you can put whatever on there and play your own shit. But yeah, Bob Seger, dude, that's that's fucking classic. Man. I had to go to that. I had to. I, I knew it was coming. I forgot about it. Then uh, this girl Julia, like, say, are you going to Bob Seger? I was like, yeah, for sure. She's like, why don't we go? And I go, okay, cool. You know? And then she's like, and then she she wrote me that morning. All right, what time are you picking me up? I was like, oh, it's tonight. <laughs> I didn't even know it was that. <laughs> it's at nine tonight. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, oh, okay. And, uh, and I had to call in my job, you know, and pretend, well, hopefully nobody knows me. Uh, just, oh, I just said I couldn't go. And, uh, and I, I and, you know, that was Sunday, but that was me separate long my day. So I had a few days off this week, and, uh, uh, and I enjoyed two incredible shows. And, you know, Ian, I know I saw other shows, man, and now I can't remember. I guess because, uh, the Saxon Buckethead and Bob Seger were so mind blowing that I guess these shows that I'm forgetting uh, were not uh, as worthy as I think they were. Well, it, 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 it's probably because your mind's so blown uh, because you now have the largest uh, <laughs> Kiss page on YouTube. And speaking of Kiss, yeah, uh, the end of the road tour. Speaking of Kiss, you have the big. This page on YouTube. Yeah, thank you, Ian. You should be very proud of that. I, I'm proud of you, even though I am so fucking done with kids. And here's a fucked up thing, you know. I've recently gone through a fucking divorce, and uh, you know, as, as most married men will tell you, you know, women decorate your home and uh, you know put up all the shit that makes it look, you know, like a 14 year old kid doesn't live there. So. Uh, my apartment was very bare. I'm like, fuck, what do I have to decorate the walls with? And it's all Kiss shit. You know, it's like Kiss tapestry, Kiss clock, Kiss black velvet painting, all this shit. And at a time where I'm like, I'm going to be 45 years old. I could give a fuck less about Kiss. That's all I have to decorate the walls with is these fucking clowns. Um... but yeah, the, yeah, the the new tour started. Uh, my, my best friend of all time just went and saw him. Uh, saw the show in Chicago. He said he fucking loved it. Yeah, but, but everybody, the, everybody's loving it. But then again, he said he goes, I don't give a fuck if it's lip sucking. You know, he's yeah, like, ah. yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. You know, he's like, it, it was a fucking show. He goes, they came out of the rafters. It was this and that. Man, if, if you guys enjoy that shit, hey, more power to you. After the last fucking show I saw, you know, that I we did a whole episode on, that was a borderline fucking Trump rally with fucking horrible vocals. Uh, yeah, I fucking pass. But if anybody goes and sees it and you have a good time and, you, and you're willing to pay like $1,000 for that ticket, that'll be 50 bucks in two months. Oh, no, it'll be, yeah, it's dirt. Look, that's, here's the thing, and I predict, what I predicted was wrong. I'll admit it, I was wrong. They are selling out everywhere. Now, are they? What, yeah, all their shows are either sold out or maybe like 100 seats empty. Yeah, they're doing great business. Now, when I predicted this shit, some things I didn't put to account. Number one, farewell tour brings asses to the seat. Number two, day of show, pretty much giving away tickets, puts ass in the seat. I didn't factor that when I said yeah. this tour is going to be horrible. Because, come on, dude, Kiss up to the farewell tour had a co-headline and played a little places. Yeah, well, you know, if the tour is sponsored by Groupon, I ought to tell you something. It, it, dude, I, I believe it is, man. 
because uh, I got reports from one guy that got uh, a ticket for it was like a floor ticket for like maybe a hundred bucks, and they go for like five hundred and up. You know, so yeah, but uh, I mean, fuck it. I mean, I mean, if if you're that desperate, like I would rather watch an old Kiss tape. Yeah, me too. Than, than go see what this shit is now, especially when I saw the set list. Yeah, it's the same old set list. But it, not only is it the same, it's worse than I thought it would be. I really thought there would be a, a little bit more, uh, you know, variety, you know, to, to try to sell the tour. But it's like, nah, dude, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. And then most go people that go to Kiss shows are casual fans. It's the truth. Look, I listened to that Kiss Facts podcast. And they were talking about one of the shows they went to, and there was a guy sitting next to me. He's like, oh, oh, this is the first time I ever saw Kiss, but I've been into Kiss for like 30 years. And he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah. He said, I met Ace Fraley. He goes, yeah. And he showed him a picture, and it was a picture of him with Tommy Thayer. That's a a casual fan. You know, there's a lot of people going to those shows that don't know that's that's not Peter Chris or Ace Fraley. To this day, my niece... My niece saw it was coming, and she wrote me, oh, we got to go, we got to go. And I said, no, but I, I don't want to go because, you know, and I explained it to her, and she's like, oh, that's not Ace Fraley? And uh, and by the way, I brought that up on on uh, my KISS page, and yes, there were, there are some KISS nerds that do, uh, you know, are there. And one guy wrote, how does she not know that Ace Fraley's not in a band anymore? Because she's not a nerd like you. You know, it's like, come on. There's so many casual people that go to kids shows that uh, they're they're the majority. I'd say maybe 20% of hardcores, you know, and I'd say maybe 30% of hardcores aren't going, you know. But um, uh, so, yeah, the tour's been doing great. Uh, there is lip syncing proof. Uh, there, there, I, I, you have been offline, Ian, but there's a fucking there's a clip of Psycho Circus where Eric Singer fucked up the beginning, Paul Stanley turns around and points at him, where uh, and and the, the the yell kicked in. You know how it starts with yeah, the the yell on uh, the beginning of Psycho Circus. Uh, that came out over the speakers while Paul Stanley's like ten feet away from the mic, pointing at Eric Singer. And when I brought that up on my channel, oh yeah, get ready for this nerdism, stupid retarded shit. I had more than a dozen people write that was Eric Singer screaming. People just can't accept the truth. Now, I will say this. Um, there's also a guy that took tracks from all three shows and put it on his Pro Tools. And the vocals to Detroit Rock City match perfectly, which proves it's lip-syncing. But I believe now he's not lip-syncing. Or if he is, there's a little enhancement here and there. But Paul Stanley's sounding a little rough in recent shows because... There's been a lot of controversy online of the lip syncing shit, and uh, and I got and I, and I wrote a song about it called "We Love It Fake" to "We Love It Loud," <laughs> and yeah, you got to see that. People are loving it, um, and uh, well, you know, even 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 kids nerds that hate that 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 love this lip syncing thing, they were like, you know what? I, I don't think they're lip syncing, but I got to admit that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there's also a, a Kids Facts um, message board uh, that I was sent links to. Man, I'm kind of popular over there. 
Uh, it's pretty much 50-50. I mean, I'm hated by 50% and I'm loved by 50%, which is cool. But, you know, like when I put up that video, this guy made a post about it. And pretty much everybody loved it, you know. And, uh, well, you know, I, 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 I knew, like, it was all fucking over. There's a new uh, Kiss page on Facebook that swears up and down that that's Peter Chris's voice on Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> you know that that's what I you know like you guys will believe everything yeah, like well, have you I never seen an episode of Scooby Doo? That, that was me. You know, Kiss fans. I still think <laughs> you know. Uh, it's like fuck you. You get you get what you deserve. But you know, and the that, other day, the other day, uh, you know, and it, it probably helps the situation I'm going through. But I heard a million to one. And I posted yeah. on, on the Wads of the World page. I'm like, what a great song. It's like, as much as I'm so sick of fucking Kiss and disgusted with what they've become, uh, you know, you'll never take away that it's in my DNA. You know, Kiss is in my DNA, always will be. Uh, you know, and I heard that song, like, what a great fucking song, you know, and great vocal. When Paul Stanley could sing, he was one of the all time greats. In my you know? opinion, Million to One is his greatest vocal performance on stage. That's my opinion. He's so good oh. on that song. Oh, I, still great, stand, great. You know, I still stand by Kiss, dude. I'm not, you know, oh, because they, you know, there's such blasphemy now, fuck them. I, I can't turn my back on the classic Kiss. They're very important uh, to the my gateway and uh, my youth and even the 80s stuff. And shit, I even like Monster, you know? <coughs> so I stand by it. I still stand by uh, classic Kiss and the Kiss songs I like, like Off Monster. But at the same time, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it out as I see it. So uh, yeah, I mean, whatever, man. If people want to go see that shit and they want to pay whatever money it is for that, go for it, dude. I've seen Kiss more than any other band. There's no other band I've spent more money on merchandise and memorabilia and shit like that. Like I said, I have all their fucking autographs aside from Mark St. John and Eric Singer, so fucking have at it, man. I'm just fucking over it, you know? But that being said, though, I am very proud uh, for all the success that you've had with the Almost Human page and the way that's really taken off. And, uh, and, and you deserve that because, you know, you give honest reviews you don't bullshit. You always say what you feel. You're always honest with it. So I'm so happy to see you get the numbers that you get by being honest and faithful. Then seeing other people who just say what they're paid to say or not say what they're afraid to say. You know, you keep it real. You do what you do and you deserve all the success you got. And I think that's fucking incredible. So hats off to you and Almost Human. You deserve all the success, man. That's fucking awesome, brother. I appreciate it, Ian. Uh, and, um, you know, I get on there live sometimes on face on YouTube Live. on the And, dude, I don't know how true this is because I had to leave and the guy couldn't, you know, couldn't find the link to show me. But supposedly, Paul Stanley mentioned this. Um, because he was complaining about people, you know, all people online saying this and that, and he said he said he mentioned my name, like Doctor Fuck. I was like, 
too. Uh, give me that link. Give me that link. Well, but he, he never I, produced it, so I don't know if it's true. I I did see that link, uh, but uh, the way his mouth was moving and the words didn't mix up, you know, it was all out of gibberish. So it could have been lip sync. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. But uh, yeah, so hey man, they're doing great. Uh, they're selling out everywhere. Uh, and I, I eat my words now. But you know, I mean, I don't mean to like backtrack or anything. But damn, I wish I would have thought of the farewell tag and giving away tickets day of the show, which happens not only with Kiss, but you know, dude, I remember when I went to go see Def Leppard and uh, uh, Tesla and Sticks. Dude, I got tickets for ten bucks. You know, I, you know, granted it was long seats, but still, I mean, those tickets were going for like fifty, sixty dollars. I got it for 10 bucks. So, <coughs> you know that's what's happening, you know. But yeah. still, hey, hey, it's selling out. So, I, I said it was going to flop, and I was wrong. I can admit it. I was wrong. I'm uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a better man than you, Ian, because I know if that Motley Crue album, uh, movie ends up being really good, you're still going to say it sucks. Uh, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest about it. I'll be honest about it. But I just, I, I got a bad feeling. I got a bad. Oh, I, oh, so do I, though. I, I, I'm with you there. I, I mean, that's like, you know, how do you make a great movie about Dexy's Midnight Runners? You know, I mean, come on. Well, yeah, you come on some chick's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Called Eileen. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I might like the ending. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, they should do it throughout the whole movie. But it's, I don't know. It, it is what it is. But I'll be honest, if I like it, you never know, dude. I mean, what the fuck do I got to lose? I, I'll tell you. I don't give a fuck. Right on. All right, another thing I want to talk about is uh, the King Diamond live album. No, oh, uh, that, that's some good shit. Oh, man, I got the deluxe one with the Blu-ray and right. the CDs. Dude, it is so good. The Blu-ray is so uh, good. He hasn't lost uh, the... Dude, now, the version of Melissa you, is fucking badass. You didn't see that tour though, did you? Nah, but I, well, no, no. I saw I saw the original Abigail tour though. Right, 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 right. No, but I mean, but I mean, what they filmed it on, you didn't get to see that tour. No, nah, uh, nah. I, I I saw that tour and it was it was fucking mind blowing, you know. And it's one of those things like, wow, how did I miss so many King Diamond tours? You know, when I went and saw it, I was I, I was blown the fuck away, and I've got, I've got this great. Abigail hoodie, that's fucking awesome, and I mean, I mean, just what a show! I could not believe what a show he put on. What a performance from the band, from King himself. I mean, you know, the stage show and everything. And I've been waiting this, you know, for this thing to come out forever because I saw this what was it, like 2014, 2015 when this shit happened. Uh, so I've been eagerly awaiting this, and when I finally watched it, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! That's what it was like when I saw it. It was this fucking good. Great shit, man! Great shit." Yep, fair, it was awesome. Abigail from beginning to end. Uh, some cool Merciful Fate tracks. I loved how he did Melissa. That was so good. And both shows are on Blu-ray, uh, and I have a DVD. I have, I have two vinyls. Um, yeah, set list, guitar pick, flyer. Uh, there's just so much shit like stuffed in that thing. 
which I have uh, an, an unboxing on YouTube on the Dr. Fuck YouTube page, which uh, uh, is also like gaining a lot of steam now because I do reaction videos and you know my reviews and my top ten and. Uh, I, I want to watch those. I, I I've I've been curious. I've been like every once in a while I'll poke my head. I got back this week. I've got back to posting regular on the uh, on the Rock and Metal Combat and on the Wads of the World page. Uh, but I did see some things about your reaction videos, so I I, I need to go watch those because I can only imagine how great they are. Yeah, you got to see the one where I, I review Nina Hagen. Oh my God, what the fuck was that about? And I did Greta Van Fleet too. Oh boy. But no, no, I, I can't wait because you turned me on to those reaction videos because uh, I never really watched them before. Uh, but I started watching them because of you know you know ones that other people have done. And, and I just found them very funny and entertaining. But I know, I, I know you. You're going to be honest, and you're going to be, you know, it, well, yeah, it, dude, it's, it's going to be spur the moment. I can't wait. People have paid, you know. There, I, I take donations uh, wow. for reaction videos, and and dude, there's some that people ask me to react that I didn't like, and I was honest, you know. So that shows you you're paying me, and I'm still giving you my honest opinion. And you know, these can, people can, are so cool. Can can, but, can can you throw me a bone here? Can you give me an example of one that you didn't like? Oh man, it was an obscure band. Um, oh, um, maybe you know the band. Um, it had that guy Butch Walker. Oh, Mar Marvelous Walker? Three. I think that was the band. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a band he was in. Yeah, I think that was the band I reviewed, and uh, boy, that was painful. Well. Uh, Nina Hagen was another one. Boy, what the fuck was that about? And, uh, you know, just a bunch of, you know, but, you know, for the most part, uh, they're all kick-ass, dude. I, I've got, I got turned out to so many killer bands, especially this, now I can't remember the name, this band from Japan. I want, they were so good, and I went to go buy it. Dude, they were asking, like, fucking 80 bucks for a CD. I was like, fuck that. You know, so, uh, but they were good, and I can't remember the name of the band now. Well, ask, but, ask, ask Mr. X, I mean, Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I'll definitely. Uh, I got turned on by Clutch, you know Clutch. Yeah, I love Clutch. Oh, my God, that song I saw, man, fuck yeah, that was amazing. Oh, Clutch is a great band, dude. Oh, uh, they're fucking badass, dude, I can totally, because you see, the problem with Clutch with me was I saw a video of Clutch back in the Headbanger Ball Day, and I don't like that video. Right. Well, maybe it was their first album, so I never really looked into them. Though I've had, I've heard a lot of people praise them through the years, but I never really gave them a chance. And this this song was so good yeah. about hanging or something. It sounded like like heavy metal ZZ Top. It was, it was oh yeah, awesome. Clutch, Clutch has got a very unique sound, man. They're a real cool band, dude. I dig them. Yeah. So yeah. So check that out. And I just put up uh, my favorite albums of 1979. I do them in two parts, uh, and then the second part is my top 10 of the year. Oh. I've done 1976, 77, 78, I just put up 79. 1980 is going to be a bitch, because that's my favorite. That 1979, I imagine Eagles Long Run and Donna Summer's Hot Girls. Uh, you Believe it or not, Eagles Long Run did make it. Nice. Yeah, because of Disco Strangler and In the City. Yeah, all right. It didn't, it didn't make my top 10, but it, it made it. Well, Ian, uh, I guess that's enough for now. Um, so, uh, hey, we're back, all right? Yeah. And our next episode will be The Dirt. I can't uh, promise you when it's going to be. 
but it, it will be. We will review the movie. And uh, so uh, before we go, I have a pick of the week. All right. And uh, this band is so good. Um, and, you know, they're, they're my friends and everything. But seriously, I have a lot of friends that have bands, and I don't plug them. But these guys, I have to plug. They're called Electric Boys. And, yes, it's total Black Sabbath worship. And uh, it's my friend Manny Q, who I've known forever. And he sent me this shit. And I'm like, you can sing, dude. I didn't ever knew this guy could sing. Killer voice. It's total Black Sabbath worship. They have a band camp. You can listen to it. And, you know, if you like it, buy it. Support it. Uh, all the songs are good. And then the, the last song on it is called Electric Void. It's 13 minutes long. And it's a, it's, it's a medley of Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. Sabotage, Into the Void, Electrofuel, you know, all this shit. Fucking highly recommend Into the Void is my pick of the week. Awesome. I, uh, you gotta give me a copy of that. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up, don't worry about it. Alright, well, my pick of the week is the, uh, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast family. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just want to send a big Thank you uh, to all you guys, man, who have been, you know, sending me messages nonstop and uh, keeping sending me messages nonstop yeah, about yeah. you, yeah. asking about you. Oh yeah, no, I know it's been happening, and uh, you know, keeping the Facebook page alive. But you know, just to let everybody know, you know, I wanted to put this at the end of the show because I, I didn't want to bring it up, but. Uh, I've just been going through like uh, a really hard time and uh, kind of in a dark place, uh, you know, but I want to keep this show going because this show is a, a bright spot in my life. It's one of the things I'm most proud of that I've ever done is what Ralph and I have created because I think, I think we've done something very special that's touched a lot of people and made a lot of people happy. Um, but I've just been going through a lot of personal shit and uh, uh, I wasn't able to deliver what I think you guys deserve you know what you guys want to hear I just haven't been in in the right headspace but uh, you know I'm working through shit I'm I'm bettering myself Uh, you know I'm doing stuff a lot of people worry about me but hey you know, I'm I'm one cat that's not suicidal. <laughs> I'm far too I'm far too vain for that. But I've I've been going through some real hard shit in my life, and uh, I'm I'm continuing to work on myself uh, mentally, physically, uh, spiritually, as much as a non-believer can be spiritual. But I want to thank everybody who's who's reached out to me. Uh, and I'm sorry if I didn't respond to everybody, but you know, a lot of times you can't, you know, you deal with shit. You don't want to rehash it every fucking day. And I don't mean to be rude, but it just, sometimes I can't talk about shit, but, uh, everybody who's been asking about our return, you know, when we're going to do shit, uh, this was a hard episode to do. <laughs> and then, and Ralph will even say we, we tried to do it a little bit earlier than we could and I had to get in the right frame of mind. Oh uh, yeah, I, 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 dude, it was terrible. 
Ian yeah. was like, yeah. I was like, dude, this is not gonna work. Yeah. But but Ian had the brilliant idea of drink vodka and look at him. Yeah. So uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for standing by us and you know standing by me and caring about me. It means a lot, you know. And I hope I hope soon I'm back to the Wadzilla that everybody knows and loves. But uh, yeah, me too. You know, I'm just uh, I'm dealing with a lot of shit, but I'm 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 doing I'm doing a lot of positive shit, but it's a lot of hard work. You know, doing the right thing is hard. You know, doing the easy thing is easy. You know, and it, it, it's just that simple. Uh, you know, but I want to thank everybody who's who showed concern and and you know said how much the show means to them and how much they miss it. And we love doing this for you guys. I mean, it, really what we have here is something special. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for their concern. And another thing I want to do is apologize um, for some shit I've said in previous episodes. To me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Especially to me, yeah. Al. Not, not only to you, but to, to other people that I, I really minimalized depression and what I realized is I minimalized it because I was angry about it I spent a lot of time many years with somebody I love who was depressed and I couldn't understand it because you know I was with somebody I was like fuck you know I love you you love me we have this awesome place in the greatest part of town and the city we love and you're still fucking depressed and like I don't get it you know so I would get mad about depression and you know I've gone through a lot of shit lately where I've been very very depressed like where I don't even know who the fuck I am anymore and uh, you know I, I made comments based on ignorance and they were weren't weren't sympathetic I know we have listeners who suffer from depression and I'm in a dark place right now and I sound like you know I sound like a Republican I don't believe in something until it affects me Um, but I'm in a dark place and I want to apologize to anybody that I offended by making light of depression uh, you know or mental illness or anything like that Uh, it came from a place of ignorance and I apologize. Uh, you know, I now know what that's like because I'm suffering through it myself. Yeah, but you're gonna be out. Look, we all go through this, though, man. Right, right. No, but but you know, I, I mean, we all come out of it. The whole family of the Rock and Metal Combat has showed a lot of love to me, and uh, I appreciate you guys. I really and, do. And that and that is why it's very important for us not to do a show every week for now. You know, not only because of my busy schedule, but Ian needs to work shit out. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, like today when we started the show, it was not good, you know, and uh, it probably won't be good, you know, unless he throws some vodka down his throat, but I don't want <laughs> Ian to be throwing vodka down his throat right. every time we show. I want to go back to rolling rock, you know? So, uh, you know, just be patient with us. We're, we're, Ian's got shit to work out. I got shit... You know, look, and Ian knows this about me, but there's something really fucked up that happened to me, too. But 
I, I don't want to talk about that, uh, and it's it's devastating. But um, but you know it's not it's not finalized. That's why you know Ian's situation is finalized. So that's why he's going through it. Mine is kind of like it's finalized, movie. but I can't get over it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, how am I going to get over what I'm going through? Right. Right. No. When it when it's finalized. Right. No. I I may be worse than you. Oh no. When that when that happens, and I uh, think you'd understand that. No. Because you've been you you've gone through that. You know. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, I'm keeping busy. You know, it's still not finalized. So therefore, I'm gonna just enjoy life much as I can because I know when it is finalized I'm not going to be enjoying life very much and I'm probably going to be down the same road as you but hopefully that won't happen for many years to come I'm very optimistic and I think uh, I believe uh, I got you know maybe like five more years of uh, not being finalized you know keep your fingers crossed and everybody out there if I'm being too vague just send me positive messages that it I get like at least five more years without being finalized or more, but believe me, I don't care how long it takes. Once it's finalized, I'm a mess. So, um, but again, I do thank everybody, dude. When I, I, I don't think there's a week that goes by. I don't get messages about the podcast and how you're doing. I don't, uh, every time I go on live stream, every time I go on live stream, people are like, what the fuck's up? Uh, endless comments on my videos on YouTube about it. Uh, a lot of people are wondering what the fuck's going on, and you know me, I'm not gonna air what the fuck's going on, right. but we're back. We are back, uh, but uh, as of now, uh, we're, we just can't do the grind. Uh, and even if Ian was over it, we couldn't do the grind now because of my scheduling, you know? Uh, not only my band, but my job, and you know? Right. And, and an uh, array of other stuff that it. It's, it's really It was really difficult for me to do this, and I don't know, as we're recording this, which is the 21st of March, I'm not sure if I have enough time to edit this for this weekend. I'll try, All right. but, but you know, I, I'm just too busy. All right. uh, I'll try the best I, I can for tonight, but I, I do have to go out later. But, uh, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, thank you to Ralph, you know, for being patient with me. You know, and there's there is a lot of people out there that think that me and you are fighting. Yeah, and that's, oh, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah, that that couldn't be that couldn't be farther from the truth. That no, could, it's uh, unlike what unlike what one person says. I don't fight with everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah. I have I have friends for over three decades. Yeah, no, know? no. I just fight with fucking idiots. Yeah, no. Ralph and I didn't get in any fucking fight, and if anything. Uh, you know, I'm guilty from withdrawing from you. Uh, yeah, that is true. He ignores me. Yeah, well, well, no, it's, a, it's just one of those things. I don't like, uh, I don't like to call people with my problems. Well, I told you you could. Yeah, I, I know, I know, but it's one of those things. Like, I, I'm, I'm so used to being the guy that makes people laugh. You know, well, the, maybe the, that's part of your healing process. Yeah, to stop being that way. Yeah, you know, you know and, and that and that's the thing. Like, I don't like to, you know, I I mean, I'm being honest on this show because that's what this show is all about. But I'm not one of those who calls people with my problems. I'm more like withdrawn to myself and just dig my own hole. Uh, but there's. There's no problem at all with Ralph and myself. And in fact, Ralph has been a great listener. You know, the, the times I have reached out, 
but Ralph's been very busy and I've been just wrapped up in my own shit. Um, but, uh, I, I want to get back to fucking making you all laugh. I want to get to a place where I can fucking laugh again. You will be though. That's the thing. No, you no. got you, 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 no, I'm sorry. Ian. you kind of think like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There is. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's a train. <laughs> no, it's not a train. The train is now. You know, you just gotta let that fucking thing roll over you, you know, yeah. and snap you out of it. You know, because that's right. that's that's the thing, dude. You will be snapped out of it. And boy, am I gonna goof on you then? Oh no! I just don't think it's the time now. Hey, it's only fair oh, no. you did it to me. Yeah, no, and, and I can't wait because I want to get to a place where you can goof on me. Trust me. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you never know. Maybe the dirt will be up next week. Maybe it won't. Yeah. And, but and we'll, we'll see. Hopefully when all the smoke cleared, we get back to where we're doing once a week again. Uh, oh, that'll happen for sure. But that's oh, not yeah. going to be anytime soon. Right. So uh, we are back, Ian. You know I'm here. And uh, maybe you'll snap out of it and want to talk to me when you do have uh, uh, something you want to talk about and stop being like, I want to be the funny guy bullshit. You know I'm always here for you. I appreciate uh, it, brother. Yeah. All right. Well, if you think this episode was depressing, just wait till next week when we review the dirt or whenever the fuck it comes out. Yeah, yeah stay tuned for that. And please don't say when's the dirt coming out. When it's out, it's out. Okay? Yeah. And that'll be when the fuck ever on the That's Rock right. and Metal Combat Podcast. <laughs>